there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I'm excited because we have our friend Alicia joining us today. (laughs) I love Alicia. I've been wanting to talk with her forever. And she's joining us because we get a lot of questions about being bloggers and combining blogging with homeschooling and how we make it work and working from home and all that good stuff. And um, Alicia is an awesome blogger, but she also has a whole community that she's developed. Um that offers classes and resources for moms and classes for moms to do with kids. And so we thought she'd be the perfect person to talk to. So should we give her a call? We should. Okay. Let's do it. Hi, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Hey, guys. Hi. How, how are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Good. We're so excited that you're here. Thank you for coming on and talking to us. Well, thanks for asking. Um, oh, good, good. Um, can you tell us, just getting started, tell us a little bit about you and your family. Sure. Um, so we live just outside uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, and um, I have four kids, two boys and then two girls, and they are 15, 11, 9, and just about four. And it's, we've been homeschooling. This is, we're just wrapping up our ninth year of homeschooling. So, um, we love it and it's a little bit crazy and with all the different ages and, um, but it's great. We love it. And you blog at investing love. Well, no, it's not investing love anymore, right? No, we did it. We did a name change. So about a year ago, um, I created kind of a, like an online community, um, really, um, a lot through Instagram. Um, I was just connecting with a lot of people through Instagram and I really had this like desire to kind of create this, like, just, I don't know, like a hangout place for, um, moms of all kinds of backgrounds of, um, you know, religion or, um, the reason that they homeschool or the, the style that they homeschool in and just uh, kind of create this safe place where we can all just kind of like learn from each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, so we created this, uh, online space on Instagram and we also created a website where we offer courses and resources for parents to, you know, kind of help, help through all of this stuff. And, and then I've been blogging for, gosh, like six years, I think. And it's gone through a couple of name changes. But then after we created um, Learning Well Community, I was like, you know, I blog about homeschooling. This should probably be called Learning Well as well. <laughs> so so it's always been AliciaHutchinson.com. Um, and I did that on purpose because sometimes I change my mind. And so... Um, so yes, my blog is called Learning Well, and you can find me at aliciahutchinson.com um, or on Instagram at Learning Well as well. I love that Instagram account. I have found so many other homeschoolers that I just really appreciate and connect with through your IG feed. Yeah, good. And I've seen that you have um, interviews with homeschoolers too at the Learning Well community yeah. site, and you just had Rhea Berg, who is amazing. Yeah. 
So what we do uh, is every Wednesday we have a homeschool mom take over the feed. And I am kind of nosy and I always like to see how people do their day. Like, okay, how does that actually work? You know, what do you do for your morning meeting? Or like, how do you actually get dinner on the table? Or how do you keep your house clean? Like, I always like to hear what people's systems and kind of their uh, ideas and drive behind what they do. And so I I thought of this idea. I was like, wouldn't it be cool to every week just feature a different mom and she can just do that. She can just show us her day in the life. And so we just started asking moms, you know, would you be interested? And it just really took off and people really like the idea because I think we secretly are really maybe just wanting, um, confirmation that we're like, Oh, I do that too. Or, Oh yeah, I struggle with that too. Or, um, looking for ways to tweak things that don't work so well in our own homeschool, our own home, our own, you know, systems. So I think that, uh, it's been, it's been a popular series. And so, um, that is that that's a really fun feature that we do on our Instagram account and actually it's happening today. So, um, and I know we've had you Kate and we need to have you Kara. Um, cause I love to see, um, how different people do it. And it's really good because everybody has different aged kids and they all like homeschool for different reasons and they all have different approaches. And so it really kind of embodies like what learning well is all about. So you also have offer classes at the learning well community, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? We do. Um, yeah, that's something that we wanted to do because, um, you know, it's just a, it's just a way to, um, just kind of encourage homeschool moms in that way. So we offer, um, courses both to moms, um, to sort of help them in their homeschool journey. And then we also, um, offer things like classes for people to take with their kids. So like art classes or nature classes and things like that. So, um, we've always kind of got plans to add new things and, um, you know, improve the ones that we've already got on the site. And so, yeah, that's been a really fun, um, a lot of work, but a lot of fun too. um, part of that, um, new, new venture. Did you imagine when you started out blogging, was that part of the plan or was it kind of more, I think a lot of us start out with like, you know, we're going to write about our homeschooling or we're going to write about our families or maybe even starting out with like a blog just for the grandparents to check and see cute pictures of our kids. (laughs) So, um, because I mean, you're basically now at this point, like you're a business owner, you know, was that always in the plan or did it just sort of evolve over time? No, my, mine was definitely a grandma blog for sure. For like, for a lot of the time, um, only I think two years ago that I started, um, maybe it was three, um, but two or three years ago, I, I created my first ebook and, um, I started creating, um, homeschool planners because I could not ever find anything that I liked or that fit or that I felt like I didn't have to tear out half of the pages. (laughs) And so, yeah, it definitely, um, it definitely started out as just a way to, um, just, I'm a creative person. So I just wanted to be creative in that way. And I like to take pictures and, and, um, 
you know, we have a lot of family in a lot of different parts of the U.S. And so it was just a good way to say, oh, well, I wrote about that. You should go, you know, check it out or, you know, share posts with friends on Facebook that maybe wanted to see, you know, what we were up to or whatever. And so maybe that's what it was. It was just like a glorified Facebook page. (laughs) (laughs) Kate, you kind of the same thing, like you started blogging as a way to be accountable, right? Right. I, I didn't expect to homeschool and I just threw it out there saying, this is what we're doing. And a lot of my educator friends thought it was an interesting story. So I just did it that way. And then over time it evolved into more of a business type venture. Yeah. And then the next thing you know, yeah, we all have these businesses and we're trying to balance those with homeschooling. So, (laughs) and it's tricky. It is. And I don't know if um, there's really one way to do it. I think we're all kind of figuring out as we go and what works for our families. So um, what does it look like for you, Alicia? Well, that too has kind of evolved over time. I mean, as as like kind of the blog work or whatever has gotten more involved and I've um, signed on for more things, um, It's, you know, as it has kind of grown into a business, I've decided like, okay, I have to, first of all, um, kind of define that I'm a working stay at home mom, um, a work at home mom. And I think when you like say those words out loud, it kind of, okay, now we've got that out of the way. Now we can move on and like figure this out. I think that that there definitely has to be, I I don't know about hours, um, setting hours, but definitely I do like time blocks. So like this block of time is for school. And if we don't get things finished in that time, it's okay. We can just do it tomorrow. And my kids prefer that because dragging things on like to the afternoon or till four or five o'clock, it's just like, everybody's just done. And so, um, usually that, you know, that block in the morning, is for school. And then afternoon, uh, I still have my kids do quiet time, even though my oldest is 15. And I kind of took the advice of Susan Weisbauer. I've heard her talk on that before, how she remembers, have you guys ever heard that? How her, um, her mother had them do quiet time when, you know, she remembers being 18, like a senior in high school and they were doing quiet time. And I think it's just a good time for everybody to just chill, you know? And so I will just, really watch my clock though, because I can get into it and it's something I really enjoy. So I'm like, Oh, I'll just do one more thing. I'll just do one more thing. So I have to be, and that's something I'm always working on is being diligent about sticking to the time. And, um, you know, maybe like two hours in the afternoon afternoon. And then, um, usually evening I, I used to maybe like two years ago, I used to like pound stuff out, you know, in the evening, I could just work and work forever and it was quiet. And so it was kind of relaxing, but I don't know if maybe I'm just getting older or what, but I'm just so tired at night. I'm like, uh, uh, I can't like, maybe, maybe I can do something little, like just a little, like maybe just do an outline or something that takes me like 10 minutes. Like maybe I could do that, but, um, not much. And the same in the morning, I'm just, I used to be able to like, just get out of bed and kind of like what you've said, Kate, before how you used to be like this amazing, like morning person and get up and exercise and do all this stuff. And now it's like, all right, books and coffee, you know? (laughs) Um, but, but yeah, so morning doesn't like really work for me either. Um, 
but two hours a day, um, really isn't enough to get everything done that I need to get done. And so what I've started doing probably in the last year is that Saturday morning, I do get up really, really early and, um, I go to the coffee shop, the local coffee shop. And so I work from like about six to 11 or so, um, Saturday mornings. And it's like, lovely because my kids are late sleepers. And so by the time I get home, they're still, I mean, it's, you know, noon or whatever, but they're still like kind of hanging out in their jammies and it's okay, you know? And, um, so I feel like that's a good time for my husband to like make them breakfast that day and hang out and, you know, watch something on TV or go outside and play or whatever. But, um, that's kind of how I'm trying to, I'll use the word balance, but you know, it's like a loose term. Um, (laughs) it's in quotations. (laughs) Yes. That's sort of how I'm trying to balance, um, right now. Do you guys take a day off a day off blogging, a day off of work or, um, you know, some, I, I know some people really subscribe to like having a day off of social media. Um, is there a day that you step away from it? Because you know, the thing that's, that's kind of, (laughs) I don't know, uh, curse of blogging is it's never done. You know, it's one of those things, just like homeschooling, just like parenting. It's never, you're never finished. You know, you can never be like, okay, my blog is good for this year. You know, um, (laughs) there's always one more thing you can do kind of. And so do you take an intentional day where you step away or do you just kind of work in bits and pieces? Um, well for me, since I have that big work day on Saturday, I usually don't do anything on Friday. And, um, Sunday, that's Mm -hmm. usually a day that we just do family stuff. And how about you guys? I don't have set days, but where, I mean, it changes depending on the season, but I try to be with my kids when we're homeschooling and then have that, you know, set time. I do quiet time also. So during the kids quiet time, I'll work then. And I try to get a chunk on the weekend. If I've been writing, I try not to be on the social media piece. I, I schedule some of my social media. I try to set boundaries because I think the tricky thing about blogging is, especially when you start off and it's sort of a hobby blog, you go through this transition where like more and more and more stuff comes and the lines blur. So is it fun or is it work? And is the work fun? And then all of a sudden you might reach a point where you feel like you're doing too much and you sort of have to set ba- step back and set boundaries. So I, I have times that I try to be on and then done so that I can be here with mm-hmm. my kids. I love what you said, Alicia, where you're like, you know, it transitions into this thing where all of a sudden you are a work-at-home mom. You go from a homeschooling mom who has a blog to being somebody who... and. For me, that was easier to do when I started making even just a small amount of money. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know I've had a lot of moms contact me and say, you know, I need to start doing something where I can make some money from home. And I'm thinking about blogging. And I always think, oh, no, 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 because (laughs) I blogged for a long time before I even made one penny. You know, um, I don't know about you guys remember in the beginning, like if you're in the Amazon affiliate program and you get that first thing and you're like, I made $7 and it's so exciting, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Definitely not a windfall. (laughs) I think the first thing I ever did like to quote, make money air quote, um, 
was I put some Google ads on my sidebar, like just like little, like one little one. And I remember like logging in like four days later and I'd made like six cents. <laughs> and I was like, it's working. <laughs> That's, I, I think sometimes people think that, you know, if you just like publish a post, it's like the money just starts rolling in and it is really not like that. I mean, there's tons and tons of blogs out there. There's tons of information out there on blogging. And, um, I think we look at the ones that are not that you can't do it. Um, but I think sometimes we look at the bloggers, like I, I follow crystal Payne, um, money saving mm -hmm. mom, and she, you know, helped get their family out of debt and, or pay off their, uh, student loans, or I can't even remember her whole entire story, but you know, I mean, like, she's like created this like blog powerhouse and that took her a lot of time. I mean, so it's definitely not that it's not doable, but it's, um, very slow. If you, if you're okay with like a turtle process of making money, <laughs> that's, you know, maybe a better approach at it. Yeah. It definitely takes time. So then people might ask, well, then why do we do this? <laughs> So why do you ladies do it? Why? I mean, I know, Kate, like you said, you started yours to become accountable. And, um, you know, Alicia, you were it, sharing stuff, you know, for family. But why why do we like invest time in this and start to build it as a business? I think it, it for me anyway, it fills it fills a void. So I I intended to stay home with my kids until they were school age. And then I fully intended to go back to work. And I picked a career where I could do that in public school setting. And so when that changed and we ended up homeschooling, I was fully on board, but there was a piece of me that was mourning that, um, the time I spent putting into my career, the money I spent getting a degree and I needed something. I was used to writing. I was used to working with kids and, over time, it's funny to look back on now, there's so many parallels between what I did as a school psychologist and what I'm doing online now. It's just a different population. So uh, I needed a place to for that part of me to continue to grow over time as I did this homeschooling piece too. What about you, Alicia? Um, I think that I was really, really inspired. When we decided to homeschool, I was not blogging. And I just, I just spent hours on the computer. I feel like, like, you know, obviously the internet had been around for a while, um, in like 2007. Uh, but I feel like that's when I really started like using it, you know, like, Oh, the internet's kind of cool. So, so I found Cindy West's blog and I, I poured over it for hours and hours and hours. And she inspired me so much in my homeschool because I loved the way she did school. I loved the way they did kind of a project based slash Charlotte Mason homeschool and, um, the way that she loved nature and, I just loved the way that she did school and it just inspired me so much. And so then when we got going with school, um, and I just fell in love with homeschooling, I was like, you know what? I could maybe be that person for somebody else that's just starting out or maybe a second guessing, you know, how do I do this or how do I get started? Or, you know, is there anybody out there homeschooling that isn't, um, you know, Amish, <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, and I felt like it kind of, um, 
you know, while I did start it just because my mom was my only reader, I, you know, so that's kind of what it was about. It was like, you know, my very close friends and my mom read my blog, um, but in some family, but it's, you know, that was kind of like in the back of my mind the whole time, like maybe, you know, maybe someone will see my blog that will think, okay, well, she's doing it and I like the way she's doing it and um, I'm inspired to homeschool. I love what you're saying about, you know, wanting to help moms because I think, especially in the beginning when we're starting out with blogging, you know, we're not making money, right? So what keeps us going? What keeps us at it? And, you know, when you hear from even one person who's like, oh, yeah. And they say, I thought it was just me or whatever. And then all of a sudden you you just think, okay, I'm, you know, giving another mom that feeling of they're not alone. Mm-hmm. And I've really found because when my kids were younger, I was doing a lot of freelance writing and it was, it was tough to find a sweet spot with that in our home because, um, you know, I would have, I remember one time I had a doctor call me and I had just gotten out of the shower and I had to interview him and I'm on the phone and I'm in a towel and I'm trying to sound professional and my kids are coming up to me because it wasn't during my set work time. And, you know, and, and so it was just, that was really hard. And, once I started doing more virtual assistant work and working more like in the homeschooling realm, it, things settled so much more nicely in our family because it felt like it was all kind of connected. I mean, yes, I was working for another blogger, but at the same time, I was learning cool things that I could then incorporate into our homeschool or, you know, if, if, we have an opportunity as bloggers to do a review for a product that our kids genuinely enjoy. It just all starts to kind of make sense a little bit more. Now that's not to say that a mom, if she has a passion for baking or essential oils or, you know, snowboarding, I don't know, you know, whatever she's in love with, I mean, she could still have a blog like that because it comes from, it doesn't have to be a homeschooling blog, but it, it helps so much. I think when you have like a passion for what you're doing it helps right. the work fit more in the nooks and crannies and just be a part of your life and a part of your world instead of something separate. Right. Now, all that being said, though, the whole idea of balance, I think, is just kind of for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> so I have actually kind of a tiny theory about balance. I think that there's always, well, unless you're like in a total like depressive depressed state or something like that. I feel like there's always something in your life that is like on, I don't think it's always all on. Do you know what I mean? But I feel like there's always like something where you just feel like, Oh man, I'm like killing it at homeschool right now. Or like, I'm like rocking some blog posts, but I feel like the never, or even like, Oh my gosh, my closets are like Martha Stewart style right now. (laughs) But But I don't feel like that's ever at the same time. And I think we just have to be okay with, you know, 
just kind of following where passion leads us or, you know, the seasons, you know, for me, sometimes um, I'm inspired by the seasons and like, you know, different seasons of, of the year. We have, we have better homeschool in different seasons of the year, or I feel like um, my kids are more in a rhythm where they're uh, maybe entertaining themselves better, or they're feeling more I don't know, okay to not need me quite as much. And so that allows me more free time to, you know, organize some things that I wanted to or needed to, or work on my, um, business stuff more or whatever. Uh, so I feel like there is balance in a way, but just in different areas of our lives at different times. Mm -hmm. I don't think we can have it all at the same time because, because if you did have like, you know, your homeschool felt good your, you know, your house felt good, your work felt good. There was probably something else, like maybe your marriage or something like that, that was just like out of sync, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's my, that's my little theory about balance. Kate and I will talk about that all the time where it's like, you know, you're doing laundry and you're like, oh, my laundry's folded. It's great. It's wonderful. There is nothing in the fridge for dinner, you know? Yep. And <laughs> right. it, it, it just, it, it never all comes together at once, but Sometimes I think as bloggers, it can appear that way to other people, right? you know, cause we only put the pretty stuff on Instagram. Um, right. you guys were like, before we got started, we were, we were talking and you guys mentioned the starry night eggs that we made. And I was like, yeah, that was really fun. And that was a really cool project. And that was great. We did nothing in March is what it feels like <laughs> to me. You know, like we made some cool eggs last, you know, this week, but like March was just a wasteland of everybody being sick. You know, you put up a picture on Instagram and it can be a little intimidating to people and they think that you have this perfect life. And, you know, I mean, every once in a while, I know Shauna just did this where she took um, Shauna from not the former things. She put up a picture on Instagram of the dishes in her sink and it's like, Oh, thank you for being normal. You know, thank you for, (laughs) (laughs) yes. It's so true. We've had two days of gorgeous weather in New Hampshire, which is very unusual for this time of year. And I have seven baskets of clean, but just overflowing laundry in my family room. If you were to walk in it right now, because we've been outside. And at the end of the day, I don't feel like folding that stuff. You know, as homeschooling moms, it's okay that we're putting things on hold and focusing on our kids right now, but that if we can hold on to like a little piece of what we want after the kids are grown and, you know, moving on and having their own lives, that that's really valuable. Yeah, I think definitely for me it is. I mean, I love what I do, but I do have to be careful because sometimes it crosses over from that, you know, like, oh, this is like a fun, this is fun. And, you know, to, okay, this is a lot of work and I've, said yes to way too many things. And now I'm ignoring, you know, my kids who I should probably be homeschooling because that's what I'm blogging about. Um, (laughs) you know, and I actually have like tons of ideas of things I could do or, or create or plan, or, I mean, in my mind, I have like this huge thing going on all the time. Oh, that would be awesome. Or that would be cool. But then I think about, there's only one of me and there's only 24 hours in the day. And I would either have to hire a dozen people to help me with all these ideas, which I do not have the funding for, or ignore my kids and like 
just kill myself trying to do it. And so I have to like keep that in check a lot, you know, and, uh, Mary Wilson is a, is a friend of mine too. And she's a blogger too. And we have this conversation. We'll send each other a box that says when our kids are bigger, when our kids are bigger, you know, like we are, we have to homeschool now. And I feel like by kind of putting the brakes on some of this stuff that really I, I would love to do, but just filling up that part of me enough that feels like I have this awesome outlet without, you know, damaging my kids. Um, I feel like I'm putting into something that's going to give me so much more back to use as, um, like resources for when my kids are bigger. And then I'm like, okay, I've got a lot of information, um, and know how now, because I have adult children that now I can do this stuff with a lot more knowledge. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot more knowledge and wisdom than, you know, when I'm, you know, have a four-year-old and I'm trying to teach somebody else how to do the perfect preschool. Well, I don't know, (laughs) you know, because (laughs) we're both doing this together. And so, you know, when, um, when my four-year-old is 18, then, you know, maybe I can put out something that says, you know what, this is what really, really works well. And I will have the experience to back it up. But for right now, um, you know, not that I know nothing about homeschooling, but right now I feel like it looks a lot different than it could look in 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. And I just have to be okay with that and just do what I can do for right now without making everyone unhappy. <laughs> I love that. Do you see yourself continuing to work in the homeschooling community after your kids have moved on? I'd like to say yes. I really hope so. Because it's just become almost from day one, it's almost, it's just been such a passion for me. And I've seen so many friends and just so many people I've met online that have gone from a place of like, I would never homeschool. Homeschooling is just weird. I would never do that. I would never put my th- myself through that to homeschooling and loving it that it's almost like addictive. It's like, oh my gosh, I want everybody to know how cool this is. And so, you know, I don't like to predict the future, but I would really love to be in the homeschooling community 10 years from now or 20 years from now and to see how, you know, what we can do together. Do you guys have advice for moms who would like to start blogging or moms who would like to start another kind of business from home on how to combine those things without um, never sleeping again? (laughs) (laughs) I would say to start small and see how it goes. And also, I didn't start when my kids were babies. I think it would be harder. There's different seasons where it's harder. So my kids are fairly independent-ish around the house with basic chores and and life skills and stuff. And so it made it a little bit easier right now. Um, And it just grew over time. It wasn't something I didn't sit down and say, I'm going to have this business and this blog and this podcast. It just, there was it was a sort of evolution started off really small and then it just kind of kept rolling and kept rolling and growing. Um, but then also if you reach that point where it has grown to kind of step back 
acknowledge that you're working at home and then set some boundaries for yourself so that you're still taking care of the things you really, you know, prioritize. What, what do you really need to do right now? Um, and what can wait for sure, for sure. And I think, um, having those hours and it doesn't, it's not always like a clear, like line in the sand. I mean, so you have to have some flex in there too. Um, there's sometimes where you might put up a post and then you might get a text from a friend that says, um, none of your links work or something. And you have to like, hurry up and like fix it. You know, there's stuff like that that's going to happen. But I think like just at least uh, trying, at least attempting to maintain kind of that work life balance. Um, But also, I just like to say, you know, if you are in a financial situation where, you know, you feel like you need to help um, your significant other out financially, or if you feel like you're in an unhealthy marriage. And I mean, I'm seeing this more and more. I think it's maybe as I'm getting older, but, um, there there's kind of like the stigma, like, okay, I could never get out of this marriage because I'm a homeschool mom and I want to keep doing that. There are homeschool moms that are single working homeschool moms. And so, you know, to say like having an online business isn't for you because it's too hard. Um, I don't think that's necessarily true. There's tons of stuff that, um, moms can do to make money from home. You know, I think just ask yourself what your talents are, what your time commitment can be, um, things like that. And just ask friends and just kind of, um, just kind of do that digging because, um, it's possible. Anything is possible. And I think that, um, you know, you're, you, you can do what, what you set your mind to. So I noticed that both of you said seasons too. And, um, yeah, you know, the thing is that there are times when you're going to really be able to like really invest in work and, um, really, you know, make a business take off maybe, or, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that probably when you were launching, um, the learning well community, it probably took a lot, a lot, a lot of extra time. And so maybe, you know, a few things had to give, maybe it was a few more, you know, pizza for dinner nights or, um, you know, things like that. And then there's times when you really, really want to work on something in homeschooling, or you have a child who needs a lot of extra attention or time or it all, you know, it all kind of shifts and everything. And, you know, that's one thing that's really nice about kind of being your own boss <laughs> right? <laughs> is right. that you get to make the rules a little bit, but I have bosses too, that I'm accountable to. And, you know, it still works because there are times when I'll look at my husband and I'll say, I have got a really, really busy work week. How are we going to make this work this week? And he'll say, well, you know, I can come home early on Tuesday. You can head to the coffee shop and work for a couple hours. And, you know, maybe the kids and I can go do something really fun on Saturday and, you know, you can have a day. Um, and it wasn't like that when I first started. It was very much like I was doing things in pockets and corners. And once I sort of claimed that title of like, I am a work at home, homeschooling mom. I mean, my, my husband has actually taken days off of his job now because I've had an event or a deadline that works a lot better when blogging becomes a business instead of a hobby. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, can, you can justify that a little bit more, you know, and that right. didn't happen. Um, in the years and years when I was writing about whatever knitting project I was doing or, you know, books I was reading or, or things like that. It happened once it became job, a job. Yeah. Right. (laughs) 
love the book Essentialism, and you recommended okay. that to me, Kara, but that really helped me during a season where, um, I mean, when you're homeschool blogging and if you are reviewing products, I mean, we get a lot of great opportunities to review things, like you said, that my kids want to do. And so if something comes up and I'm given the opportunity to try something new that I know my kids would love, I tend to say yes to those things. But then they, there are seasons to that where people are pushing curriculum, so you might get more yeses and that therefore more work. Um, so you feel a little bit everything feels a little tighter and a little harder. And I read essentialism during one of those seasons and it just really helped me to say yes to what I really wanted to do. And then some of those things that weren't a hundred percent, yes, you know, those opportunities might come up again later. So I can say no to that now and focus on what I really want to do. So it really helped set boundaries. I actually had my husband read it too. <laughs> I thought it was great. I've been recommending it to everyone. So I'll just say, nope, that's not, that's not mm -hmm. a heck yeah. Nope. Well, because again, like blogging, there's so many ways you can go and you can be on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and the Google thing that I don't even know and Snapchat. <laughs> and like, I mean, you can be, you can be everywhere. You can be doing Periscope. You can be doing Facebook live and it's really hard sometimes to rein it in and be like, okay, I'm just one mom. <laughs> right. And you read everything that's put out there saying, if you blog, this is what you need to do. You write a blog post and then you need to do X, Y, Z, and then you need to share it here and tell these mm -hmm. people. And then if you're telling these people, you yeah. need to share the, and this whole like snowball of all these things you can get caught up in that take up a lot of time in addition to the writing. And what I like is the writing and the podcasting. And I don't necessarily enjoy some of the other stuff. I like connecting with people, but some of those, you know, the to-do list of blogging, you know, check this and do that is, isn't what I love. So mm -hmm. I've kind of stepped back from some of that stuff and focused on the things that I really like. If you are, um, one of those people that you want to start a blog or if you're new to blogging or whatever, um, and I have to tell myself this all the time, um, I would just, I would just say to pick one or two people that you really like their advice or they, or you really trust their advice and, and follow like what they say and not, the hundreds of people out there, because there are, if you, like, if you read it all, I mean, it's just like, it's just like heartbreaking. It's like, there is no way that I can do this. Like, there's no way I can do all this. And then I think that's when you get really like hung up. Like I can't, I can't, I can't blog because, <laughs> because look at what I have to do. It's like this checklist of 250,000 things. But, um, I really like to read, uh, the blog maven.com. Um, so if you're interested in blogging, she's, um, I feel like she's a great, uh, wealth of information. And, um, I've also taken a couple of, uh, smaller blogging courses through crystal Payne, who I mentioned earlier. And, um, I really like what she has to say. So those are like two people that I follow and, you know, kind of trust their advice. And I have to really like shut out, the other stuff, because I've spent a lot of money on, you know, stuff that's supposed to be like helping my business. And it's just like, I just like signed up for misery. Like, why did I do that? <laughs> you know, like I just paid a hundred dollars for a course that I could have Googled all this stuff. And even the stuff that I could have Googled, I don't really want to do it. I don't want to spend my whole day on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think, you know, just be very picky about what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. And don't just feel like you've got to sell out just so you can have a successful blog because not everybody knows. And, um, 
just decide from the beginning what you want to do and how much time you want to put in. And I would say also too, is just be you because there's so many people out there and a lot of people trying to emulate other people. Just be you, be genuine, and you will over time build connections. I know when I started out and I realized that I was going in the direction of it being a business, there was a lot of pressure to be more of a lifestyle blogger. And that's not really who I am. Like I, I like books, I like games and I like homeschooling. And that's kind of just what I write about. I just write about you know, you're not going to see me writing about recipes because I'm terrible (laughs) and all these other things. Like don't, don't feel this pressure to do all of the things that other people are doing. Just be you. You had mentioned Jenny Maven or uh, Jenny Elliott, the blog Maven. And she has a podcast that she started too. um, the 10 X profit podcast. It's pretty newish. Um, but there's some really good information there. And one of the things that she talked about in an episode with Sarah McKenzie, Kate, is that, um, you know, that niching down, 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 down until you find your people, um, you know, and it can be really tempting in the beginning to try to appeal to everyone, but homeschooling is a diverse community and not everyone is going to love everything you're doing. Um, so if you can be, you know, authentic and true to yourself, your people, your people will find you and you'll find your people, Mm -hmm. you know, um, in time. And I mean, that's how we found like each other was just, yes. <laughs> right. You know, we would, I would see you on Periscope, Alicia. And then, um, you know, you recommended a book and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, she, she's, she's like me. There's another mom like me, you know, that. <laughs> well, and I think that's like what, what you were saying, Kate, about being yourself. I mean, if you're not like genuine, you know, sooner or later people see through that and they don't want to follow somebody that's not genuine. And so then I don't think you'd have much success with a, you know, with a blog, because that's what it's all about. It's an online log, you know, of, of your, of your life. And so you don't have to put it all out there. And, um, you know, I, I think writing about what you're most passionate about is the best thing. And you're right. People will, find you and love that. And not everybody will love you, but that's okay because you don't have to be friends with everybody. That's Mm -hmm. fine. I think that's good. It's like, you know, um, just being who you really are online as much as you can without freaking people out. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to freak people out a little bit once in a while. A Um, little bit. You can uh, reference our ladies holiday podcast that we did. (laughs) Right. I think that that's good because it kind of sifts out the people that are on the fence and they're like, Ooh, nope. Yeah. And that's okay. I don't have to be, no, I don't have to be a yes for everybody. Um, okay. So where can everyone find you? Uh, so I am, uh, my, my blog is aliciahutchinson.com and, uh, you can also find us on Instagram at learning. Well, those are kind of our two main places. Um, or learningwellcommunity.com. Okay. So is Instagram your favorite social media? Oh yeah. Yeah. Actually to be, to be completely honest, it's the only one I actually like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like the other ones. Like, so, <laughs> so that's easy. But then. you know, it takes a little while when you start out to figure out like where you want to invest your time. And there are homeschool bloggers that are super active on Twitter and really interesting to follow and great. And there are, um, ones that have made Pinterest work, you know, really, really well for them. Um, and, and so it just, you know, it depends. So you can, you can try everything, but you don't have to do everything. And that balance thing again. 
Okay, so we do this thing at the end, Alicia, where we ask, um, what's bringing you joy this week? Right. Okay, yes. And I, I have several things, but the one that I will share is um, about two weeks ago, uh, mostly for my sanity, we took a spring break. And it was sort of like a stay-at-home spring break, nothing cool like Mexico or Hawaii. But um, we stayed at home and... Um, I just kind of was like at the point where I just like everything felt messy. I had like spring fever, super bad. Um, school just didn't just felt kind of blah. And so I just wanted to take a week. And so every day of the week I had a different, uh, mission for the day. And one of those days was spring is like a really busy season for us. Um, my, my kids are in sports and it's just like crazy. Uh, so what I did was one of those days is like I cooked all day and I made freezer meals and my freezer is stocked and I am super happy about it. Like I think about it and it just makes me happy. (laughs) Like I just kind of want to walk out to the garage and look in there in the freezer and smile at my frozen food and (laughs) walk back in the house. So, yeah, I followed, um, do you guys follow Jessica Fisher? Do you know Jessica Fisher? Mm -hmm. Um, she's a homeschool mom, uh, a homeschool mom. Um, and I think she blogs some about homeschooling, but I think a lot of recipes and stuff like that. And I have her freezer meal cookbook and it's awesome. And she's got plans in there and like how to have a freezer cooking day and all that stuff. So, so I did it and I was just, I'm just so happy. Oh, I love it. Okay. So after you took that break. Did you feel way yes. more productive and like homeschooling and all the other stuff that you had put on hold for a few days? Yes and no. Um, in those areas, like kind of getting things organized and like the freezer part, I'm not going to talk about it anymore because yeah, but the freezer food I'm super duper happy about. Um, <laughs> um, but I do think that this time of year, I went to a book sale yesterday and all the homeschool moms that I talked to are like, is it summer yet? You know, I think so. School, to be honest with you, doesn't really feel like super exciting right now uh, because I think we're all just kind of, you know, we're kind of done. We're kind of getting there, you know. And so, to be honest, I mean, it felt more organized and a little bit more fluid that way. But um, it's spring and we're getting close to being done. And so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, better in some ways, but not com- it, it wasn't a cure, but it helped. Good, good. What about you, Kate? What's bringing you joy? Thankfully, last last episode, neither of us could think of anything that was bringing us joy because March <laughs> was kind of pathetic. <laughs> but we had, I feel like we're finally, knock on wood, out of our funk. Everyone's feeling better. And we had two days. Yesterday was 85 and the day before was 75. And they were just phenomenal. And we put aside the books and we called it, you know, we have a lot of snow days here in New Hampshire. We called it a sunshine day and we just spent the entire day outside, ate every meal outside and came in only to sleep. And it felt so good. And today feels, today's normal weather for New Hampshire, but it just, things feel better. So I feel like maybe that switch has clicked over. So maybe we're out of our funk. I'm hoping. Oh, I love that you called it a sunshine day. Yeah. Your well, kids are going to remember it. that forever. That's, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I feel like after March, they're going to remember March. Maybe like, come on. <laughs> it was a long stretch there, man. What about you? Um, okay. So speaking of, of sickness and illness, um, 
my friend let me borrow her carpet cleaner. (laughs) 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 And my, um, one of my children got ill twice and both times it was, it was right. It was in my bedroom because, um, you know, she'd wanted to curl up and watch shows because she wasn't feeling well. So she was, (laughs) she got sick twice. And so it was so wonderful to get it cleaned up. I'm sorry. I know that's terrible, but it was like, (laughs) Oh, my carpet's clean again. Um, so in case I chicken out and edit that part out, um, I will tell you that. <laughs> well, I had my carpet cleaner out in March too. You're not, you're not alone, sister. <laughs> it was wonderful. Um, but my it's book good feeling. that I'm reading right now, um, State of Wonder by Ann Patchett, I, I love her writing and I don't know why I hadn't read this one yet, um, but it's so, so, so good. And um Today is, when we're recording this, is April 12th, so it's Drop Everything and Read Day, um, and so I'm really giving some serious thought to this afternoon, just telling the kids, like, let's drop everything and read, and finishing that book, because I have um, just maybe a chapter and a half, they're kind of longest chapters, just a chapter and a half left, and I really, really need to know how everything is going to resolve, so... Yeah, that's it's a really good one. I would recommend it. Her, my favorite book of hers is Bel Canto. If oh, that's, that's really good. List. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It really might good be one. one of my. It's definitely top ten favorite books for me. We're going to talk about books um, in an upcoming podcast and creating a summer reading list. So we'll have to maybe Ooh. make some top ten lists, Kate. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh. <laughs> And the series so that Alicia got us hooked on, I'm blanking. Anna French. Yes, Anna thank French. you. I'm blanking on her name. Yeah, um, you got me hooked on those last summer, and I read them all summer at the pool. Um, those are great summer reading. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to add those to our yeah. upcoming episode too. Um, but thank you so much for joining us today, Alicia. It was really, it's really so good, good to talking chat with, with you. you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, fellow. Yeah blogger, homeschool, mamas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And you can find all the show notes for this episode at thehomeschoolsisters.com. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. 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 Thank you. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next. So head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com and click on ask us a question. We share posts over there too. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this, sister. Sister.